It's Saturday. You know what that means. Sean Stanley here, Squared Circle Digest, OnSideRadio.com. As always, piloting this show is Jack. Jack, thank you so much for being here again very early on a Saturday morning. No problem. This guy, man of few words, I tell you. This guy, always a man of few words. We're sitting high atop the IMCF, Inter-Miami CF Stadium, here in beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's a good day today, right? A little, a little cool down here. Or cool for Florida, I'm sorry. For everybody else, if you're listening around or on the podcast, you're yeah. probably in snow. But uh, for us, it's about, what, 60s today? Yeah, about that. Don't insult the people, you know, around the nation. You know, the ones that are in uh, snow, blizzard in, can't have to dig out of their homes, uh, you know. But uh, for us here in uh, Florida, it's a nice, at least for me, a cool 60 degrees today. So, Yeah, nice shorts and uh, long sleeve weather. Long sleeve weather? Do you not see what I'm wearing? No long sleeves here, buddy. Oh, yeah, well, true, true, true. No sleeves. That's what I go with in 60 degree weather. There you go. I'm a true fat guy. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to get into a lot of things. Uh, Raw Legends Night, that happened this week. Uh, AEW, they had their uh, show this Wednesday. Also, uh, NXT, New Year Evil, that was on this week. SmackDown last night. And now we get to talk everything that happened. And then also some things uh, might be an international. So might be leaving NJPW. We're going to grab into that New Japan Pro Wrestling possibly wwe bound we'll get into that a little bit as well we're going to talk wwe here in the first segment go to AEW in the second segment then a little miss mosh in the third and then of course as always crosstalk with the great great david dwork with tripping the cats radio that's right behind me at 10 followed by austin robillard at 11 and the great j-rod at 12 to 2 he'll get you going actually into the football games today because uh the NFL playoffs start today, but we're going to be in talking wrestling here for the next hour at least. Legends Night. Don't forget also, you can be a part of the show. You can call in at 888-441-4623. We'll open up the phones probably in the second segment. Don't want to open them up yet, but the text line always open at 844-416-8123. Again, that's 844-416-8123. You can hit me up. In the text line, let me know what you were thinking about the WWE Legends Night. Because again, this is this is this has always been ratings are down. What can we do? I got it. I got it. Let's bring back the legends. That always works. And everybody fell for it again, Jack. They fell for it again. Well, educate me, Sean. Like you know, it's been a while. I admittedly so don't 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 fire me, but um, I fell off the wagon years ago. Okay, when it came to wrestling, because since you're not a comic book person, as we talked in the last show, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, I grew up like you know once I figured that everything is scripted, like Ultimate Warrior is not, you know what they said he was, and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. You mean he wasn't was, a barber? No, well apparently not. With those big shears, he couldn't cut hair. Well, no guess, way. I guess not. So. You know, just you know, educate me. Like, All right, well, here's the thing, though. Jack, let me ask you this, okay? Because you say, you know, wrestling scripted. That's why you don't watch it, okay? But I know it's going to. I mean, the whole thing of watching the movie is the unexpected. You know what I mean? 
And that's more or less what I'm saying. Like, okay, once I – to my point, so we don't de- deviate too far from no, what no, you're talking ahead, about. With the whole Legends thing and these, these moves that are being made, like, just educate me as somebody that's been out the loop so, you know, for so long. Well, the thing is, it, it gets people because what you're saying, the unexpected. You don't know which Legends are going to come back. Yes, there's Legends that have been, you know, uh, advertised and, and set up and everything else. But it's the unexpected, I think, that you tune in. And here's – let me give you an idea, okay? This Legends Night this week, 2.128 million viewers. That's up 20% from viewership last Monday night. Okay. Up 20%. And now you say, oh, okay, okay. Well, maybe it's because the first hour they had 2.197. Why? Because everybody wanted to tune in and see who was going to open up the show. What legend are they going to do? What legend are they going to end up doing? And you know what they did this week? They had Hulk Hogan talk about an H phone. Huh? Exactly. Exactly. And so, again. So what was that, like the bat phone? Uh, it was yellow and red. It was the H phone. It had Hulkamania written on it. I mean, you could have done so much more with, <laughs> to me, you could have done so much more with that. But the first hour drew 2.197, as I said. Why? Because everybody, it's the unexpected. Like, you're talking about the movie. That's what gets everybody to tune in. Look, I get it. Wrestling, you, you, you have an idea. It's. You know, it's it's scripted. It's ready for, you know, what cause some of the outcomes might be. But it's the unexpected outcomes, the unexpected, uh, you know, uh, people coming in, things like that. We'll get them on the next next hour. We'll get them next, next segment, next segment. We'll take calls next segment. So if you want to get in and make sure you uh, line up the calls, we will take it at 888-441-4623. Begin back in. It's those unexpected things, Jack, when you look at the movies. As you said, it's the, the unexpected. You didn't know you don't know which legends, you don't know what you're gonna get. So looking at the first hour, two point one nine seven, right? Second hour dropped to two point one five. The third hour, the third and final hour, two point zero three six. Because again, you tune in, you're not liking what you're seeing, and you're starting to tune out, but they still with 2.2 2 million people right there, that's up from 1.769 of the product that they're producing. They're, they're, they're tuning in to see guys they know will not, guys and gals, that are not going to wrestle. They're just tuning in so they can see them because they haven't seen them in so long. But once that wears off, then what? You'll get the ratings from this week. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. This is what Vince McMahon does every time he needs that big, big, oh, oh moment. That shot in the arm. Yeah, or something. He just needs it. Oh, we got to do something. Oh, oh, let's bring back. Let's bring back the legends. Let's bring back Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, Goldberg came back. How oh, about that? And now he'll be main eventing at the Royal Rumble because he challenged Drew McIntyre to a match, and we're gonna get more into the Royal Rumble uh throughout leading up to it but right now it's starting to take shape you've got uh, mcintyre looks like and goldberg i haven't said anything because he said mcintyre i think spoke for everybody when he said if i fight you it's like fighting my dad wow and and i i listen here's the thing i got the problem with the whole thing with goldberg he lost to braun Strowman the last time he was on tv at wrestlemania in about three and a half minutes 
Wow. That's crazy. Now I'm supposed to believe that he went and reinvented himself and whatever, and now he's going to be able to challenge McIntyre? I guess we should be happy it's at the Royal Rumble and not at WrestleMania because I think that's where they were hinting at it to be, and thank goodness it's, it looks like it's going to be at the Royal Rumble, I hope. And some of the, the early indications, and hopefully they are totally wrong because it's all rumors at this point, is that Goldberg might beat McIntyre and then go to face his reigns at WrestleMania. I do not want that to happen. If anybody from WWE is listening, let's just scrap that up right now. Let's crumple it up, throw it in, the, burn it, whatever. Let's make sure McMahon can't find it and roll it open and be like, hey, that's a great idea. Because, again, when you look at these numbers, and that's what they're doing. Again, remember, WWE, it's a business. It's a publicly traded business, which means it's got to make money. It's got to have those ratings for TV. And if you keep seeing the ratings that they saw this week, which is what they need to be because USA and Fox both want the numbers to go up. Of course. This is what you're going to continue to get. And everybody's like, oh, I get tired of, of seeing Goldberg come back and I want to see new people. Every time they bring new people on, most of it is WWE creative fault because they bring them up and they do what they did to Keith Lee. You're a monster in NXT and now you're getting pinned clean on national TV. I understand that part and I, I get it and I understand it's frustrating and I, I get that. But the problem is... The same reason monsters always have the titles. The big guys always get the titles. You don't tune in when the little guys have the titles. You don't tune in when guys that look like you, maybe a little bit bigger, have the titles. But when the legends come back or the monsters, Goldberg, uh, Brock Lesnar, the numbers go up. And that's all WWE looks at. They don't care. They don't care that, that you're tweeting out that the show is terrible. So they're not about development. Well, supposedly they are, but you don't see it in their product. Because everybody that has developed was developed before they got their hands on them. Roman Reigns, maybe. You know, you know Seth Rollins was great on the independent scene. He turned into the WWE product that they wanted. Uh, Moxley... You look at the guy, Daniel Bryan, they're, they're all were great on the indie scene. Who, who has came just WWE product? That, that is a big name that has made it. Hit me up on the text line, 844-416-8123. Let me know. I, I'm probably missing somebody. I'm sure I'm missing somebody. But sitting here right now, I cannot think of anybody that has gone through WWE that was not on the independent scene and already had a name for themselves that has made it to the Raw or SmackDown roster that has had a significant impact. I'm looking back, I'm thinking maybe some of the some of the lady wrestlers possibly, the women's wrestlers. But on the guys, on the guys, I don't. I'm trying to think, Jack. You got me. Th I'm thinking now, but I, I can't not think of anybody that has, that didn't have a name that came there and got developed, as you said. And then also, the unexpected has disappeared from from 
I, I thought, you know, this week, let me let me say something though. I did think I thought what they did with the hurt business, a little unexpected. Quick pins. I don't like the dissension already so early between Benjamin and, and Cedric Alexander there. I don't like that, but hopefully it leads to something better. There were some unexpected things. And when I, when I look at it, SmackDown had some unexpected things. I'm going to dive into that, and we'll take your calls. So start lining up, 888-441-4623. Get in on the call or text me at 844-416-8123. And don't forget, take Bringing you back in here high atop Inter-Miami CF Stadium. It is the Square Circle Digest. I am Sean Stanley. Be here with you up till 10 a.m. Then David Dwork will have Chirping the Cats radio. A lot of Panthers going on. Actually, I think. Oh, no, it changed. Their tip off, or tip off. Uh, Puck was supposed to drop, I think, January 14th. But now I believe that has been backed up due to COVID situation. So I'll talk to him a little bit about that. I'm sure he's going to cover it as well. Don't forget to be a part of the show, 888-441-4623, or you can text at 844-416-8123. Question for today. Give me someone that did not have a name on the indie scene that WWE developed into a star. I think that's the way I'm going to phrase it. Yes, there you go. We're going to go out to the line now, I believe. Uh, Big Tony's still on hold. All right, we'll go out to Big Tony. Tony, you there? What's up? Hey, what do you got, man? Well, let's see. I got I got two words for what I saw this week in WWE. Foreshadowing. Sean, I, 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 I texted you last night, and I'm I glad that Daniel Bryan won the year, uh, but Grant, I think eventually they're going to get the the. the the, uh, they're gonna give, they're gonna have Kevin Owens face the Royal Rumble at 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 uh, against against Roman Reigns. But what I saw this week is foreshadowing what I see because with Bill Goldberg, and I said this is cringe, but it's gonna happen because I and I know how Vince and Bruce, good old Bruce, think because I'm thinking, okay, this is two scenarios: a Bill Goldberg wins the, the WWE title. He 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 would you have a UK a unification match against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns win it because he's the biggest act, he's the biggest draw, and they need to raise for both shows to help. I can see that maybe he can start his his whole Samoa dynasty, and then maybe have the Usos coming back, or uh, J- J- uh, Jimmy Uso, I think yeah, Jimmy Uso coming back, and they win the tag team titles. Another scenario I see: Goldberg losing them to McIntosh. He'd be a 30th member of the 30th entry in the World Rumble, and he win the Rumble and face one rate and WrestleMania and headline WrestleMania. It's for Shari. What I saw wait, Bill Goldberg. Wait, 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 Tony, hold on a minute. You're saying Goldberg loses and then gets into the Royal Rumble and then wins the Rumble? You've seen that before, right, Sean, in the past, right? Uh, yeah, yeah guy, but for, for guys that need it. I, I don't think Goldberg's that guy that you're going to do that with. Like, if it's a Daniel Bryan, the, I could the, see something like that. But a Goldberg, no. Goldberg's either going to win or lose uh, uh, exactly. at the Rumble. I want to see. I, I want to see if Daniel Bryan win the Rumble, but 
the thing the thing is the thing is I I, I see it I see this happening because it's how Vince thing and how Bruce Prichard thing and it's cringe but it, un, uncreated. It's that I'm like hold up and I, and here's the sad thing about this even if, uh, this is the thing Robert Reign is the biggest heel at in the whole whole industry. He's the one of the top heel in the whole wrestling industry. If he faced Bill Goldberg in a, in a WrestleMania. He's going to be looking like a silver baby because the, the fans don't like Bill Goldberg. That's the problem with this whole deal. Because, oh, we got we to gotta give him the WWE title. Oh, we got to give him a, a, spot, a big spotlight match. Hell no. But here's the thing. I mean, but, but, but here's, here's the thing, Tony. And, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll let you finish one more thing, and then I'm going to have to continue on with my next thought. But here's the thing I have with Goldberg, okay? Why not let him? Why not bring him in for the rumble? What what does it cost you? Again, as see, this is saying, in your hypothetical situation, he doesn't go back into the rumble and win it. If he goes out there and loses to McIntyre, now McIntyre has beaten Goldberg, so that gives him that little bit of a rub or what's left of it, since Braun Strowman mm-hmm. beat him in about three minutes at WrestleMania the last time we saw him. But mm-hmm. it, it'll give them a little bit of a rub to make them that much hotter going into WrestleMania. And again, if they do do McIntyre versus Roman, now you've set that up pretty good because you have a hot McIntyre oh, I, 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 going I, I, in I, I, against... That'd be a purpose for WWE. I don't want to see Bill Goldberg headline WrestleMania, Sean. I don't think you're going to see that. If you were going to see that, I think what would have happened at Legends Night... No, no, listen. Listen. I think what would have happened at Legends Night would have been he laid down the challenge. He wouldn't have laid down a challenge. He would have walked in, pushed McIntyre down, kind of done something to him, maybe a spear or something, left. He would not have challenged him, I believe, to a match at Royal Rumble because now th- that's done. There's gonna, I, I believe it's going to be a one match. You get McIntyre either looking hot to go to, to WrestleMania to well, face Roman Reigns I, I, or somebody I, I, else. I, 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 but I'm hoping I'm hope I'm hoping I'm hoping WWE do the, uh, uh, that that same much for them. Oh, they do the right thing. Are uh, you having two? Uh, or the, the the best scenario having McIntosh and Roman Reigns face each other at WrestleMania and have and have a unification match, or have Daniel Bryan win the World Rumble and face Roman Reigns because the story is there, Sean. It's going back six years with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns because hey, when Daniel Bryan was coming doing home yes move in, they were trying to get Roman over as a baby face. The story is there. I thought that yeah, we would have, we had I, a little tease. I I just I think what's going to happen, and this is just me. I think Roman. Everybody's got Daniel Bryan as the odds on favorite. I could see a unification match because I think what's going to happen is the brand, you're going to see the brand split, I think, in soon. And I think that might happen right around WrestleMania. And that that would be a perfect situation to kind of end the brand split. And then that way you look at the ratings on Raw and SmackDown possibly going back up as well. Uh, Tony, uh, you got any parting thoughts before I let you go? We go to the next time. AW is awesome. I think uh, having Snoop Dogg in, who WWE don't have a problem with. Someone that came out and said they have a problem with He's on AEW, but it was great. It was a great show, AEW. And, hey, uh, I, I think, uh, but I will tell you this, Sean, one thing about AEW, things need to do some more because uh, it's not getting a little boring seeing him just do something. I don't think they'll have a match, but have do something on, on the show because we, okay, the, the, the novelty of him just showing up, it's great, but it's entertaining, but he's going to do something besides 
point in the whole uh, the, uh, game of Don't Dee Me. Well, I love, I love the music, by the way, of the state. Yeah, no, music. no, Ruckus has got great music. Or Tony, thank you for the call. And also on the, the Sting situation, my thinking is this. Why does he have to do anything? Build it up. When he does finally lay hands on whoever it is going to be, that anticipation – Listen, I don't know what their thinking is, if they're going to be able to do. I heard some th- some rumblings that they might move the tapings down here to Miami. Maybe get some more people in the crowd. Have a little bit better audience so when Sting finally gets his hands on somebody, there's a bigger pop. Although the Daly's place, let me tell you something, that place gets loud. It gets loud. We had Justin Haas on last week, and uh, when you listen to, to the – Reverb in the building. It, it It is something else. That, that building is pretty good, man. I, I think they, they stumbled into a great situation working that out with everything going on with COVID. And, and, and I thought AEW was great this week, actually. You saw the Good Brothers come in. You saw the Young Bucks at the end kind of put their hand up there, not knowing what they were going to do. They put their hand up there, cut off. Are they with them? Are they against them? There's a lot of unanswered questions. You saw the Good Brothers help out Kenny Omega on Moxley. Again, they built that up well. Uh, you had Sheeta beat uh, Abaddon. And when you look at, uh, I think the women's situation, the women's division has grown. It's grown. It's, it's taken a little bit of time. And, and I think a lot of people were, were rushing a little bit. There were some injuries. I believe there were some uh, visa issues also with the COVID situation. But I think they have a great, on paper, a great women's division. So much unique talent. Everybody's not the same. I think that's going to build some great matchups now and in the future. And when you watch AEW Dark... The young talent they're bringing on, some of the indie talent they're bringing in, they're, they're getting to watch that talent there. And then also, we talked about it in the first segment, they're starting to develop some guys and gals to the AWA. You have the Nightmare Factory producing some talent for AW. Now the Rhodes Wrestling Academy with Dustin has opened up in Texas, I believe it is. I think you're going to start seeing AEW. The young talent is there. Now the question goes to, are you going to want to watch that young talent when they start putting them on there? You've seen the acclaimed. You've seen some, some of the newer guys debuting and gals debuting. When you don't have the Omegas, the Moxleys, and the cards are just some of that younger talent that you're bringing up. Is Pritchard right? When he talked about WWE fans, he says they're afraid of change. They're afraid of anything new. Let me take it a step further. Is that wrestling fans? Are wrestling fans afraid of something new? Think about it. 
Because we're going to be quick to jump and be like, no, I'm not afraid of nothing new. That's talk. The results are the numbers that come out every week. And those numbers do not back it up every week. So when you look at what AEW is doing, I believe they have a continued success plan. They have a pipeline of talent that is being brought up in the AEW family. I'm not saying all, all the young guys and gals that are training at the Rhodes Academy or Nightmare Factory are automatically going to AEW. I'm not saying that in the least. But they are able, from the ground up, to start structuring everything that they want them to do the AWA. So I ask you again. AEW looks like they're going to be able to develop some stars. But that result goes to whether you tune in every Wednesday night. The AEW Dark Programming. Do wrestling fans like new things? New performers? Will they get behind them? In my honest opinion, that answer is yes. If you get them to invest emotionally into a character. I go back to Orange Cassidy. The first time I saw Orange Cassidy on AEW, I said, no way I'm going to like this guy. No way. 100% wrong. Darby Allin, same thing. 100% wrong. Went out there and he worked with Cody two, two or three times. You saw him. Hooked me. That, to me, is the difference between what's going on in the AEW product and what's going on in the WWE product. WWE is set in their ways. Oh, you know what? We need ratings. Legends night. Meanwhile, AEW is developing their product. Basketball fans rejoice. The Five Reasons Sports Show is expanding. Heat and NBA insider Ethan Skolnick can now be heard every morning here at OnSideRadio.com from 10 to noon. On onsideradio.com. I want to dive into a little bit of the WWE news going on. Uh, first off, congratulations to Dolph Ziggler. Robert Roode, they won the SmackDown titles last night. Looks like also maybe some call-ups. Damian Priest, everybody thought was probably going to get called up. He did not. And part of this is actually due to Daniel Bryan. At least reports are that Daniel Bryan, I believe it was uh, David Meltzer, was reporting is pushing for the NXT talent to be brought up to SmackDown. And uh, the whole storyline was going to be last week. It looked like uh, they're going to start angling toward Jey Uso and Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, and Damon Priest's name came up. And at least according to reports and rumors, uh, that was kind of nixed by Owens and Reigns just due to the fact that they didn't see how the storyline would progress to as Kevin Owens and Damian Priest being friends because they'd never been around one another. Makes sense. Really does. 
when you think about it. But again, Daniel Bryan pushing for the NXT NXT talent to be brought up to SmackDown. So that's going to be interesting because the one thing I worry about is the Keith Lee treatment. When you see guys from NXT get brought up, they're never what you saw at NXT. And that, to me, is part of, again, the word of the day, developing. You have these talents, men and women, bust their butts in NXT, then get to the main roster and kind of get glossed over. They lose their shine. Vince McMahon, yeah, just loses interest in them. And once that happens, you kind of fall to the bottom of the creative uh, process barrel. And you kind of just sit there until you do something and Vince McMahon. Just throws them to the trash heap, huh? Just throws them to the trash heap. That's all you're a number, buddy. That's it. Well, until the legends come up. Until the legends. Oh, maybe that's what will happen. Maybe that's when Keith Lee can, you know, get some back in there. You know, maybe the, a legend night and have Keith Lee come out. And then there's also rumors of uh, Jay White to WWE. Uh, Super Jcast on Twitter was the one I saw saying several sources indicated there's some doubt whether White will extend his New Japan contract. At the rumor to be up at the end of the month because I did see a report, I believe, that he had just signed four or five years, I believe. But also, this one's saying rumor to be up at the end of the month. And WWE's believed to be making a strong play. I saw others on Twitter hoping he goes straight to SmackDown and Raw. I do not have an issue with that except for what I just said. It seems that and this has happened even with AJ Styles a little bit. You'll see where he'll, at times he'll lose that lore. And then they reinvent them or however you want to look at it. They find a new storyline for him. Even now, him and Elias on, on Raw on Monday night. Maybe just to get almost over. I don't know what, what the situation was there. But it just it caught me off guard out of nowhere. It was kind of, here's AJ Styles versus Elias. But that's what they do. They grab guys, they bring them up, and then they don't. They want them to be WWE guys, not, 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 what, not what made that guy who he is. And I get it, as, as wrestlers age, they're not going to be able to do everything. AJ probably is not going to be able to do you know, everything that he was doing before. And you see him have the shines. But I worry about that. I almost want him to go to NXT. Undisputed Era, Gargano, Ciampa. Jay White could be a nice little roster down there. If, as WWE said, you know they're they're a brand and it's not a developmental. And then, before we end this segment, I did want to get into something that happened last night on SmackDown. The Royal Rumble build. It looks like Roman Reigns now will fight Adam Pearce. I don't, I don't think this is a bad thing. I think you continue the Roman Reigns heel push. Pierce, he can go. I don't know how they're going to, you know, play this one out as far as Pierce in the ring. Uh, you know, again, he's known as a suit kind of. 
in WWE. But he can go. They bring back Kevin Owens during this match. Again, now there's a history. KO, Adam Pierce. There's a history there now. Going to be interesting to see how this Royal Rumble plays out. And we're going to discuss more in Royal Rumble as we build up to it. But before I go, I got a couple seconds here. Bailey gave her Mount Rushmore of women's wrestling. And again, I think she might have done this a little bit in character off, off just to have fun with it. It was herself, Sasha Banks, Lita, and China. I don't know necessarily if I can disagree with that. Could, of course, throw Charlotte up there now. Trish Stratus. Jacqueline. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Jazz. Trish, Stat- Trish Stratus. Yeah, well, she's apparently didn't watch her husband's name. And also this Wednesday, the ratings down a little bit for AEW NXT. But, again, something happened Wednesday. I think I had a lot of TVs, a lot of TVs switched off of pro wrestling. We're not going to get into that on this show. You can tune into CNN, Fox News, wherever you want to go. You can find out what happened that Wednesday. But I think that had a lot to do. It'll be interesting to see this Wednesday where those numbers are. Catch a South Florida stable every afternoon as Alex Dono hosts the man of the match three to six. Dono covers everything from football to football to MMA. Tune in to one of the most complete sports shows in the country with the Man of the Match with Alex Dono, 3 to 6 p.m. exclusively at OnsideRadio.com. When we come back, David Dwork will join me. Bringing you back in, Squared Circle Digest, Sean Stanley. Joined by Serving the Cats host, David Dwork. David I'm sure you got an action-packed show, a lot to talk about. Uh, what sort of things are you going to be ter- talking about on Tripping the Cats? It was a busy week with the Panthers. The first week at camp, they had a scrimmage on Thursday night. They've made some roster cuts today. Uh, looks like at least one of the guys that hasn't shown up at practice yet is there this morning. They're, they're taking the ice right now over at the BB&T Center. So, yeah, it's, there's a ton of stuff. It's nice to have so much hockey news finally coming at us, you know? Now, anything surprising? I'm sure you're going to get into more of the – scrimmage during the show anything surprise any surprising lines or anything you saw or are they just kind of just throwing things at and seeing what works right now well i think there were three lines that we saw in the scrimmage that you may see to to start the season there's the top line with barkov huberto and Declare. there was wenberg centering vetrano and Connolly. Uh, cues like that line a bit and then the potential fourth line of achari centering lomberg and why am i blanking on the other winger on that line stand by as i scan the roster quickly <laughs> oh henestroza Okay. So those three lines, you think that they have a good chance of showing up opening night. And then the defensive pairings, obviously, you're going to have Ekblad and Weger uh, as your top pairing. And then past there, you know, you have to wonder, is Stillman and Strawman going to be together? If, is it, then that would be Keith Yandel and Radko Gudas. Or are they going to have any of the young guys coming up and maybe stealing a spot from a Strawman or a Stillman? Or, yeah, there's there's just a lot going on right now. It's fun. Yeah. And then uh, in net, who's who, Borowski, I guess? Right. Bobrovsky hasn't shown. We yeah. haven't seen him yet. Oh, he's not there yet. He's been unfit to play. We, you know, oh, could, okay. could be an injury. Could be yeah. COVID. It's. I know you said Dreger. I follow you, of course, on Twitter. Yeah. You can follow me at David Dwork. Yeah, Dreger was in that. Yeah, right? Dreger and Monsenbo played the entire scrimmage, and actually Monsenbo played really well. 
Dreeder struggled uh, a bit. He gave up eight goals, so obviously a, a tough night. Yeah, I mean, you know, you take it with a grain of salt because it's a scrimmage yeah. and they did some, you know, some special teams work. But still, that that's rough. Um, whereas Montembeau played great. Um, and and again, we haven't seen Bob yet. So un- until I'm at the point now where until we see him, I'm assuming it's going to be Bo- um, Dreeder and Montembeau. So it'll be right, Montembeau. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but speaking, keeping in net, the World uh, Juniors, right? Yes, was this was the last week. Ended last week. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, you're gonna have to correct me here. Both goalies in the finals were Panther goalies. Yes. Or in the, in the process of being Panther goalies. You are correct. Uh, Devin Levi was the starting goalie for Team Canada. We took him with the seventh round pick of this year's draft, and then Spencer Knight was the starting goalie for Team USA. Took him with the first round pick. Uh, 19, 2019 draft, and yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing what the Panthers have in their goaltending pipeline <laughs> right now. It's it's kind of a, an embarrassment of riches out of nowhere, seemingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was great to see the two kids in the final. They both had amazing tournaments, and, and yeah, I mean, it was a good tournament. We also had their number one pick from this year, Anton Lindell, uh, starring for Team Finland. I think he had 10 points in six or seven games, so wow. yeah, I, the, it's a good good time to be a Panthers prospect right now. It's It's nice. Yeah, and it goes along with everything that's going on in South Florida sports, right? All the young talent down the pipeline when you look at all the teams that are coming up right yes. now. Yes. Well, finally figuring things out down here. It's not just the heat and everybody else, you know, trying to play catch-up. All the teams are, seem to be doing pretty well. Tune in every morning from 8 to 10 to four guys born and raised in South Florida and raising hell every morning to start your day. Catch the morning juice with Lemon City Live every day at OnSideRadio.com. And I'll see you here next week, same time, 9 a.m., Sean Stanley. Score Circle Digest. See you next week.